Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Okay, everybody, welcome to today's episode where we are talking about why I truly believe that you should be decluttering before you have your baby. So it's something that comes up a lot. A lot of times people come into the group, they are pregnant, they are overwhelmed, and they think that it will be better or easier to declutter after they have the baby because they're going to have time off, they're going to be on maternity leave. Um, most of the motherhood simplified community is in the United States. So maternity leave for us can be pretty sketchy for me. It was, um, well with Brie, it was a little bit longer with Derek. It was like three weeks. Um, so I'm going to talk to you about why you really got to do this before, before you have that baby. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what my postpartum experiences were like with Derek, Brie and, Kaylee. So I had Brie. She was my first. Um, when I had her, I was in college. I was getting my bachelor's degree. So I was in college. I, when I first had her, I was a nanny, which was really easy. She came with me. That nanny job, that contract ended and I had to find a different job. Um, and I ended up taking a job at a daycare where I was a curriculum advisor. I got to bring her around the school with me. It was pretty flexible, but really kind of overwhelming because I was juggling a professional career that I had no idea what I was doing. I, I was like, I'm, a, I'm in school to get my bachelor's degree. I can, I can redesign your entire curriculum for your teachers and, and teach them all this stuff, right? Like it was pretty overwhelming in college for that still full-time, working full-time with a new baby. Um, like in the moment I felt okay. And looking back, even like, even looking back, I'm like, I, I handled that pretty well. You know, first time mom in school, you know, one kid was pretty easy. <laughs> you know, I'm comparing it to where we are now with so much going on and moving across the country multiple times and running multiple businesses. Like that was pretty easy and I did pretty well. But, um, then I got pregnant with my second son and that's when things got crazy because I was still working full time. I was pregnant. I was raising a toddler. I was in college full time. My house over those two years, because we bought so much stuff for the kids and so many, they were the first of the grandkids. So all the aunts and uncles, all of the grandkids were giving us all of the things and we wanted to get them all of the things, even though we were broke and couldn't afford it and blah, blah, blah. So over those two years, my home got more and more overwhelming. My life got more and more overwhelming. My body was more and more overwhelmed because you know, having babies back to back and breastfeeding back to back is extremely hard on the body. Um, and I graduated on April, I had Derek on April 29th. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's degree on April 30th. I was still working full time. And then about when Derek was about three weeks old, my husband had a contractor position who walked in one day and they said, you don't have your contract anymore. So I was, I just had a baby, just graduated, didn't have a job. Um, husband didn't have a job. 
house was a freaking wreck and a nightmare. It was summertime, so it, it, it was just insane. It was summertime, so there was no teaching positions. It was insane, and it was super overwhelming, and it was probably rock bottom for me. For my physical, you know, like hormonally, emotionally, freaking overwhelmed. Derek was three weeks old. I struggled with breastfeeding. I couldn't keep up probably because I, I wasn't having or making the time to nurse him often enough or pump often enough combined with not eating enough, super duper stressed out, um, trying to figure out how to take kids to daycare, brand new baby to daycare, which is scary, pumping at work, being a brand new teacher. And it was just awful. It was awful. My weekends, I, you know, nights and weekends, I come home just completely beat, worn down, tired, over it all, short fused, sick of my mess, like wouldn't do the dishes for days. And I've told you guys this before, like wouldn't do the dishes for so long that I was just like, it's, it's easier to just throw them away at this point and get new ones or make do with what we have instead of, you know, washing these <laughs> Um, same things with like baby clothes. Like I, instead of doing the laundry, I would go down to the thrift store and just buy them a few outfits at the thrift store for super cheap instead of doing the laundry. Um, especially because with like daycare outfits, it was really hard to keep up on. I was that parent that was like, Oh my God, I forgot extra clothes. Like he's wearing daycare clothes now. Cause he had a blowout. My bad. I'll bring him back to you. Um, never did probably anyway. <laughs> um, and it was just a nightmare and it was really overwhelming and I was really stressed out. And I've told you guys this before that I, you know, if, if I had insurance, <laughs> I could have gone to a doctor and probably been diagnosed with, you know, postpartum depression of some sort and been prescribed something. But I don't think that would have solved my issue. My issue was that life was going a million miles an hour and I saw no way to slow it down and no way to get ahead and no way to like pull my head up out of the water. I just couldn't see it. Um, and a really big part of it that would have like, guys, my house was so bad that I would go to work and I would joke with my coworkers that like being at work was the easiest part of my day and going home was the hard part. Like, and I would avoid my house. I would do everything I could to avoid my house. I would go to Target. I would go grocery shopping. I would take the kids to the park and get them pizza on the way home. I would do anything and everything to avoid being at home, which made my postpartum experience so much harder, especially as a mom who worked outside of the home because I wasn't seeing my baby. I wasn't able to bond with him. And I felt really guilty about that. But you know, you can't really bond with your baby when you're spending all of your time running to and from Target and the grocery store and finding things to do to avoid being home. Um, and when, what I really needed most was a home that I could retreat to a home that I could be with my family, a home that I could recover from my days with a home that felt good to be in instead of the hardest part of my day. My home literally felt like the hardest part of my day. And it wasn't even my kids that were hard. It was like being in my home. It was like, the laundry and the dishes and the toys and the messes and the, the, the carpets that were so dirty. I didn't, you know, I was like, baby has to stay on the, on the blanket because we had a dog and there was dog hair everywhere. Um, and I look back on that, like, no wonder I was in such a bad place mentally. No wonder 
like my marriage was suffering. No wonder I was deeply, deeply unhappy and randomly crying and just so physically tired that I couldn't even like get up out of bed. And I pushed snooze 18 times until the very last second and just was trying to survive. Okay. I'll be honest too. And like, you know, like having a baby, even under the best circumstances is a season of survival mode, right? You're taking care of the baby. You're not sleeping. You're just doing what you have to do to care for the baby and your most very basic needs. Like it's already a season of survival mode. Why are you going to try and make these big, huge decluttering life-changing decisions um, in survival mode? Like why not do it before you're in survival mode? Um, And I'm not saying survival mode and then it's gonna suck all the time and it's gonna be horrible, but It's a, it's a season of like, it's a season of surviving. Okay. It's a season of surviving. Um, and not your entire season of motherhood is not a season of survival. So go back and listen to the, what season of motherhood that you're in. If you want to learn more about that, but, um, anyway, it sucked after Derek. Okay. And we took a big break in between having kids and we, got rid of all of our clutter and I got relief from that. Like I said, I got relief from my clutter. I got relief in my days immediately. I was able to keep up on my house easily in Florida while I was working two jobs from like 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Then I'd go to my next job from like 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Bringing my kids along with me and I wasn't overwhelmed by my house and I wasn't stressed out and I had time to connect with my husband and I had time to go to therapy and I had time to grocery shop and I had time to play and go to the beach and I was never behind on laundry or dishes or cleaning up anything like that. And it was awesome. And I got to experience that. And then we decided to have Kaylee and I was actually really, really excited about it because I could see the difference in my life. Okay. I could see the ease and the relief that I had and I like had developed a sense of confidence in my, in my ability as a mom, my ability to take care of my kids, my ability to run a household. And I was really, really excited for my postpartum experience because I didn't have the clutter. I didn't have the mess. And I was still working. I was working with my husband. Um, and I eventually quit that. But my experience with Kaylee was the best. It was the best. And that's saying a lot because I had my stepson and my two other big kids who were, how old were they? I think they were like five, five and seven or six and eight when they were like six and eight when Kaylee was born. But I had to juggle everything in their life, a six and an eight year old and a newborn. I had to get them to and from school, to and from sports. I had to help them make friends because we moved to a brand new state and they didn't have any friends. So I had to take them on play dates. I had to get to know parents. I had to do my regular, you know, full-time day job at the office, had to care for a newborn. And it was really freaking easy. It was really freaking easy because my house was a place where we could retreat to. My house was a place that was easy to be in My house was a place where I could snuggle up with my baby on the couch and watch the big kids play 
without it being totally overwhelming, without me worrying about, do they have clean clothes? Do we have clean dishes for breakfast? Do we have enough food? Like what's for dinner? It was just all really easy. And adding in a third child in that newborn phase where I really didn't want to do a whole lot. I just wanted to be with my baby. It was really freaking easy. Guys, I did get to take like two months off. I, I kind of, I worked from home with Kaylee. It was really flexible, but like I had it in my head that I wanted to spend that first six weeks breastfeeding her when she needed it, like taking naps whenever I could being at home with her, just bonding with her, letting my body actually heal, you know, just because we can go out and work and just because we live in a country that kind of expects us to be able to get back up and go right away doesn't mean that we should. And I really wanted that experience of like, I just want to relax with her. And it was amazing. And it was great for my breastfeeding experience. It was great for the bond that her and I had. It was great for actually my marriage because my husband stepped up so much for me in that time when I was like, when I just told him like, I just want to be with the baby. Like it's the last baby. I want to be with her. Like I want to soak this all up. Like please just (laughs) plan the dinners for me and help me with like whatever it is that I needed help with so that I could have that six weeks of like just her and I like just super bonding. And it was amazing. And I promise you that if you wait for your maternity leave or you wait to declutter after you have the baby, it's, you're not going to have that experience. You're going to be more stressed out than you need to be. You are going to be pushing your body harder than it needs to be pushed. You are going to do one of those strong opinions that I have, which is You can focus on the people in your life or the things you're going to be focusing on the things in your life instead of that person, that brand new teeny tiny person in your life instead of the things, right? Like, and that's why I really think I know you're pregnant. I know you're pregnant. I know you're tired. I know you've got sciatica. You've got, you know, your belly is so big. And it's so uncomfortable, but whatever you can do now to clear your clutter and make your house easier to manage before you have the baby is going to be so worth it. It's going to be so worth it. It's going to pay you back in dividends and it's going to make it so that you can focus on the people in your life, not the things. Okay. And there's no glory. There's no glory in being the busiest. There's no glory in like doing the most. There's no glory in being like, the first person to run a marathon after you had a baby or the first person to get back to work the fastest. Like I think deep down every mom wants to have that experience of like just being able to be with their baby. Right. That's what we want the most. So that's my strong opinion about (laughs) why you should declutter before you have a baby. It's so much easier. It makes it so much more enjoyable. It makes your healing process faster It also helped me guys. Like I said, after Derek, I really struggled a lot with a lot of dark times. I still struggled with that with Kaylee with like the hormone fluctuations, but because I wasn't overwhelmed and so distracted by everything else going on around me, I would literally tell myself like, okay, like this is not who I am. (laughs) This is not what I think. This is not how I feel. 
this is a part of the postpartum recovery. This is my hormones fluctuating. And I could tell myself those really practical things and kind of like navigate the dark side of, you know, being a woman in the postpartum phase dealing with the highest, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows hormonally and just kind of be like, okay, like I, I can recognize this. I see it for what it is. How am I going to handle it? Who am I going to ask for help? You know, what am I going to do about it? Instead of getting really caught up in it, like I did with Derek, where I was like, there's no, there's no hope. There's no help. Nothing I do is good enough. I just, you know, this is my life now. It sucks. I have to suck it up and just do it. I was able to give me, I was able to give myself a different perspective on it so that I could actually enjoy that experience and understand it better. Um, so I hope this is helpful for you. If you are a pregnant mom, if you are a pregnant mom who is like, I really want to get enough done. I want to get something done. I want to get the ball rolling. Um, I recommend starting with whatever the most overwhelming area for your house for you is. For most moms, those areas are laundry, dishes, toys, and things like bathroom, your cars, the surfaces. Okay, that's the most commonly overwhelming areas for moms. And that is exactly why I created Seven Days to an Uncluttered Home, which is a mini course designed to teach you how to declutter all of those areas, those areas of your home. It's super simple, straightforward, to the point. The moms who do it, do it multiple times because it's so helpful and gives them so much relief and helps clear out so much of their clutter in their homes that they want to do it again and again because decluttering happens in phases. Um, it happens in phases. It happens in stages. You do a little bit. You feel some relief. You live in it for a while and you're like, okay, there's actually more that I should, you know, that I can get rid of. Um, so the seven days to an uncluttered home, if you are pregnant mom, even if you're not a pregnant mom, get into that course because it will help you. It lays it all out super simple. Um, you don't have to do it in seven days. You get access to it for life. I just call it seven days to an uncluttered home because you can do it. You can do it all in seven days and you could have a dramatically decluttered home in a week if you just did one section of it every single day. Um, but it's really good. Highly recommend. I know it would help you. Um, especially if you're having a baby, because I want every mom to have a postpartum experience like I did with Kaylee, where I just was able to focus on her, even though I had a house full of other people in a St. Bernard and a business that my husband and I were running from home, right? So I want that for you. I want all of that for you. And I will see you on the next episode. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me 
get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.